Radio. Nothing to watch on TV? That's why you're listening to Barrett Talk on TVRadio.net. WDVR. This ain't reality TV! It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal! It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Well, isn't that special? Bloody... Don't you think you should rephrase that? Mom, mama said, my mama said, mama said that. My mom. Good day, sir! Now class is dismissed, gentlemen. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of sad individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Boulderwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Oh, God damn it, buddy. That's just not even fair. This is Barracks Talk. This is Inside the Midhouse, huh? We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B from the TV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer. It's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know? <laughs> 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's gonna be even more entertaining. Illogical. We still have the DV radio store for those wondering. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Buying shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love the military barracks talking around the smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? <laughs> <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DV Radio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. Yes, that is how it is right here on WDVR, DVRadio.net. It's Bear Talk Live. You're listening to us on podcast because we record the live show and then throw it on this thing called a recording online that they just happen to call a podcast. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, and a lot of other places on on podcast platforms, most major platforms. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is August 26, 2023. I'm Bono Wood. Thank you all for joining us this evening. I see quite a few of you. Uh, we got quite a few. Yeah. I'm not going to go down the list just yet. But let's introduce our full house tonight. Uh, we don't have recoil with us. He uh, had a uh, bow uh, shoot uh, that he was doing tonight or today and uh, I guess it ran over and he will probably not be joining us tonight but I will tell you that Chris from Affinity will join us later in the show <clears throat> with all of that said he's always on point he's a frozen pig that loves bacon it's oink was I happening hot stuff <laughs> uh, he is the shroom eating psych ward gang supervisor marine himself soldier war dog psych ward gang hey we're gonna fuck around and find out a good story tonight absolutely he loves to play with wood and he's not one you know to keep it all clandestine he's Joaquin Watai it's Mr. JJ <laughs> You said wood. I did, and it's very hard. Uh, she likes to keep things a little dark <laughs> That's with a mild. She said <laughs> she likes to keep things dark with a mild sense of gore. It's none other than Miss Nevermore. Why? Thank you. Thank you very much. You're a poet, <laughs> and your feet know it. They're dude, long fellows, <laughs> dude. I don't know what you're doing right now, but it sounds like you're talking inside of a tin can, JJ. Uh Nevermore made me put my gaming headset on. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'll just turn you up a little bit. Um, but, uh, <laughs> that just, 
I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm, I'm leaving it alone. <laughs> she was like, damn it, Bobby. <laughs> yep. I'm going to leave it alone. And without further ado, he decided to leave us and become a highballer seller. He's country without the redneck, but he loves his iced tea. It's none other than Lamborghini diaper bag itself. It's Mr. Marquis. Is it? Well, welcome, everybody. This is a brand new edition of Barracks Talk. I am your host, Marquis Davis, coming to you live from the Palatial Studios here in Atlanta, Georgia. You see, I didn't say true information. I said Barracks Talk because I think I'm going to come back from time to time a little bit more often than 11 months and two days. Marquis, have my babies. I missed you. <laughs> fucking Bo keeps things under his under his vest, right? And I fucking log in and I see Marquis' beautiful smiling face. And I'm just like, oh my lord, I have not seen that face in a hot minute. <laughs> and I was like, oh dang it. I was supposed to be in here and out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we got your ass now. Hey, listen, you know what? I miss you guys, though. I told you that. I told you, I, I miss actually having the, has a, a church saying fellowship with like-minded individuals. You know, it's a coming of minds that we all share similar experiences. And we've come together on this show, Barracks Talk, to talk to other veterans. And I enjoy that. And I miss it. First off, the only yeah, thing I had to that. say Where about what. Been? Wait, 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 wait. Before anybody goes any further. Before, Didn't give the political answer first, huh? Before, before anybody goes any further. I have one thing to say about what Marquis just mentioned there. The last time I checked, this wasn't a show where all of us were coming. So, well, most of us are. We can do that. Oh, okay. Well, I missed out on that invitation. <laughs> I'm sorry. You should have got yours. I got mine. Damn. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's let's get business out of the way first and foremost before we have some fun tonight because these assholes are going to make me cut it off early. Um, and, <laughs> and I don't mean in the Jewish way. Uh, so. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Ooh, I don't believe you took it there. You went there. <laughs> now, now everybody's going to be like, Bo's anti-Semitic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a strongly worded paragraph. <laughs> Racist. Oh, God. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. We're not even five minutes into the goddamn show yet. And motherfuckers is already crying. You're welcome. Anyway. It anyway. Can, it can only get worse from here, man. It's, it, you know what? So we were talking during the pre-show and all, and we were actually talking about this last week. Um, if you want to hear this pre-show, you better subscribe to the newsletter and become a paid subscriber of DV Radio's newsletter because we're going to start rolling out pre-shows. Uh, it won't be every week. Uh, it may just be once a month. But to hear this pre-show, you damn <laughs> skip it. You pay it for it. It's, <laughs> it's like feet pictures. You don't get it for free. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? real quick. Uh, Marky Davis pretty much went on a Marky Dirty 30 during the pre-show. So... You might want to buy it. <laughs> we ain't playing around. Some, have some leverage against me during my political runs in 2048. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Why are you um, waiting that long, bro? Come on. Nah, I got to be an old guy. Old, old, I'll be old dead as hell. Man. I won't build the road. Yes, I will. Never elections mind. here in the United States, and I need to get old and then do some surgery to get white. <laughs> he 
gonna pull it. He gonna pull a Michael Jackson. Hey, can one of y'all make sure when I'm dead, y'all vote? Send my vote in anyway. Well, so I was gonna count. say if, you, if he runs on a Democratic ticket, he'll get plenty of votes from dead people. So. <laughs> okay, All next right. subject. We have to do business. Yes, we got to get business <laughs> out of the wrong. way. We got to get business out of the way. All right. All right. So if you've been living under a rock and you don't uh, follow us on Facebook or uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, you missed the new design of Gabby Sue and DV6. It's a DV farm uh, design over on the DV radio store. Go to DVRadio.net. Click on the DV radio store. Uh, you can get your pillowcases, your bags, your T-shirts. Uh, I think... <laughs> Some other stuff. I can't remember. I think stickers, uh, all the proceeds of DV farm design slash merchandise goes directly to the DV farm. So head over to dvradio.net, click on the DV radio store. Be sure you get that new design because who doesn't want to keep DV six and Gabby Sue with them everywhere they go? I mean, come on, come on. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I'm telling on you. I'm, I'm telling daddy on you. Um, have you seen those two? They're loud as fuck. Yes. I've had them in my home. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, if you're an independent artist, please submit your music to DV radio. No later than August 31st. That is next Thursday. That's in five days. Please do that ASAP. There's a post over on DV Radio's Facebook and on X, formerly known as Twitter. And it uh, the link is down in the description of this podcast when it is up and becomes a podcast because we're live right now. And I can't put it in the podcast description because it's not a podcast. Um, we That's will five days. That's all the fingers on one hand for the Marines and <laughs> the fingers on the other hand for EOD. Yes. Yes. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> artists will be emailed beginning September of 2023. Do not fill out for an artist unless they have a disability and approve of you filling out the form for them. So it must be the artist and the bands themselves unless they have a disability and approve you filling it out for them. So people that listen to independent artists, you don't have authorization to put their music on DV radio. So don't even try it. Uh, really quick, let me get somebody else up in her, up in her. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. I am good. Anyway, sorry. Uh, we got Chris from Infinity joining us right now. If he'll ever fucking get his ass in here, if you guys want to talk amongst yourselves. Take the button. I push the button. You don't push the button. I push the button. I mean, we are talking amongst ourselves. <laughs> Marky Davis he, is so he's cool a, to see your face. Technologically, one he's one that knows all this shit. I mean, he, he right? knows more than six. <laughs> I mean, Homie's supposed to be like an expert in this shit. He can't even get Zoom to work. Hey, hey, Ma, get, how do I get the Zoom to work? Really, really Ma, quick. I really, need cheesy puffs. Hey, 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 calm down. Jesus, calm down. Really quick. Uh, we got Chris from Affinity Innovations in here. He's also the uh, main host of Affinity Protocol, which airs every other Tuesday at 8 30, 20 30 Eastern Standard Time. Chris, how you doing, man? Good, good, man. What's up, gentlemen? Man, I'm going to tell you right now. Hello. I told you last night that like two of us was only going to be here, three at the most. Well, it turns out JJ lied last week and he ain't selling at a show this week. And everybody in the goddamn mama wanted to show up. So I don't know what the fuck. Oh, I mean, you know, if you like want me to kid. leave, I'll just fucking fuck off, you know. I mean, fuck. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I'm only I love here you too, Marky. 
<laughs> but no, no, no. My point is me and Chris were actually talking about this not too long ago. When we think nobody's going to be there and when we tell people to be there at a certain time, they're never there. And then when we don't want them to be there or we expect them not to be there, they're all there. Right, Chris? That's right. Every time. <laughs> every, fu- every fucking time. Um, before I forget, dvfarm.org. We still need to raise $25,000 to get the system fit fixed so we can get back veterans and start helping them again without that septic system fixed and up to today's coding standards we cannot do that uh yeah so dvfarm.org is there any other business seriously that i need to get out of the way uh before we go into catching up with marquee and chris and having a good old time this evening remember to get your cats and dogs spayed and neutered yes mr bob barker passed away at 99 years of age that's sad. Uh, so did Terry Funk and a few others. We'll talk about that one of these other days. Um, but, uh, Chris, that was a terrible play with your sound bite there. Was it? Yeah. It sounded like you just like farted <laughs> and it was, <laughs> it was a toilet. It sounded terrible, man. Oh man. It Damn was like, zoom. it was like, <laughs> well, I don't know. I tried. Price is wrong. Bitch. It's, it's, it's okay, dude. <laughs> I have, I have the sound no, no. effects. Um, when he got to fighting with, uh, happy, happy Gilmore. Gilmore. <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. Uh, which reminds me, Chris, is there any business you want to get out of the way before we start, you know, hooting, hollering and bashing each other's balls? Uh, no. No, I will say that on the drive over here, I was trying to get as fast as I can from my in-law's house for a couple of reasons. One, because I was at my in-law's house, and two, because I wanted to get on the show one time. <laughs> About seven well, or eight, eight, seven, I can't remember how many stoplights between us and them, and I hit every single one of them. Of course you did. Actually, there is a, a thing you need to get out of the way before we go any further, and it concerns War Dog. Yes. When you coming on the show, man? Oh, you, I mean, remember I told you I don't know a damn thing about, uh, about, uh, crypto. I remember that. Remember I Bro. told you I don't care. <laughs> well, that's right. when you, that's right. when you ask questions the whole show. Right. So what happened with crypto? Was he ever on the Avengers? And then you just ask dumbass questions. He's like, no, stupid. He was never an Avenger. What are you talking about? This is what a crypto is. <laughs> That's how I got a whole show on AM 920 Answer <laughs> back in 2015. BS oh, my way through a show. How do I do that? Jesus. Oh, Chris, I'll get with you after the show. Awesome, man. All right. All I appreciate right. that. All right. We are supposed to have a safe tonight. A fuck around to find out. We will not guarantee anything because this shit's about to get out of the fucking hands of me and everybody involved. Uh, so, yeah. That's how this shit going to go down tonight. Um, no, we're not coming. I don't care what Marquis says. Um, it's not that type of show. <laughs> it's not happening. Play- I have already came to you from the palatial studios here in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> but you, you said that there were balls involved. Can I still participate? I mean, you can couple some balls all you want, girl. I mean. <laughs> she has got more balls than any one of us in here. <laughs> Listen, when she told me the story about her confronting some crackhead at the store, I was like, yep. She got balls. Done with that. <laughs> She's her, in the club. She, she, her dick ain't low. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. So uh Marky, it has been how long as you so eleven gra- days, eleven months, two days. 
11 months. That's not right. And, That's not right. And I told you know him, what? I was like, you should wait until that, uh, that, that one month comes up and come back on and be like, it's been exactly two years. And he almost did until everybody else got in here. <laughs> um, and we no. was like, fuck it. Um, no, we so, can't do that. No. So I did mention you are a high baller seller now. What the fuck what? are you selling? Okay, so I am a real estate sales associate here in the great state of Georgia. I service the Atlanta metro area, pretty much anywhere my car can take me. I will drive there and show or sell your house. I just did a referral down in Ludowisi, Georgia. That is approximately four and a half hours away from me. But I referred him to a good qualified agent down in Ludowisi who helped sell his property. He was a former NCO of mine, so he left a highly, you know, great, a great review for me on that. And now I can, can I please stop talking like that? I wish you would, man. I mean, I wish you just talk marquee style, not radio style. Shit. I mean, you know, you know what's what's this is funny though. When I first started doing the show, remember back in two thousand what fifteen it was. Uh, it was uh seventeen, the beginning of the end of sixteen, okay, yeah. beginning of beginning seventeen, beginning of seventeen, right? And I was always I was yes, it's not I have this to say and not to say and ha ha ha. And then I started just like you know what we're supposed to be. We didn't call it Barrett's Talk back then. It was just like DV Radio. It was the show. It was the show. <laughs> it was just the, sh- just the show. We would just shoot the shit the entire show. You know? And that is one thing that I love about not only the community, but also the show, is that you just shoot the shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, with Wardall segment, would fuck around and find out, yeah, that we bring that shit up. We bring that stuff up when we're outside on smoke break. When we're in the motor pool, you know, doing deadline vehicles, when we're in the field eating chow, when we're across the sea shooting folks, you know, we all do that. When we're on the ship, I guess, swabbing the poop deck, I have no idea what the Navy does. And I'm pretty sure it's nothing. <laughs> you know, wait, wait, Marquis, you know, Ooh, do you your remember? mom didn't say that, but whatever, you know. Ooh, wow. Marquis, I made so much fun. My brother-in-law's in the Navy, and he was the one when we, when we first started the DV radio, I put out his his basic training address on the DV Facebook page. You know, I said, Hey, send him whatever. And apparently his drills are, well, his DIs was, uh, they were all on the Facebook page too. And they were like, you need to take this. And they called me and everything. And after I went off on the ass, he was like, he called me and he was crying. And I was like, you know what? Okay. I got it. I said, Hey, yo, I'm gonna take it down. But stuff had already been sent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and we, we ain't talking like candy. We talking like, (laughs) peripherals <laughs> yeah are these underwear worn um we, we i ta- mean he called me boohooing <laughs> yeah. please please i said i got Make you I said, I, said, I said i said them drills are they gonna do nothing to you that's gonna hurt you bro i said if, you good if i'm not mistaken he got a blow-up doll and at least one dildo yep <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> dead ass dude dead ass um speaking of the show with no name. Do you remember all the names that you guys threw at me and everybody was like, nah, this ain't going to work. Oh Lord. Oh dude. No. I remember <laughs> we had a whole bunch of names. Yeah. It was like two or three sheets full of names. Cause I had wrote them out here at the house and I was like, these are some of the dumbest names for a show. I've ever, and, and all the minds behind DV radio and DV came up with these names. But you know what? I like the growth. I mean, even though I'm not on the show regularly, I come every once a year, you know, twice, you know, sometimes like, you know, surprise, surprise, you know. Wow. <laughs> Only once twice a year. Man, but I'm it, sorry, brother. It was something that grew into something that created a family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. that's the beautiful part of it. And and it even even with the country war dog down there in Florida, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he got DV6 and that crazy ass bird of his up there in Connecticut. 
you know. Well, then you got Mexican wannabe Chris over here trying to be all Mexican and shit. Then you got Joaquin Wata smoking the peace pipe in the middle of the forest somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the beauty of the military in its whole. You know what I'm saying? You bringing together all these folks who who either hate I hate black folks to the to the root of my core, and that's that you know your drill sergeant black nothing you can do about it. you know I swear I hate to God, white folks I can't stand them old crackers. You know you sound just you like Dave Chappelle when you he know? done. You sound just like Dave Chappelle when he done the black Marquee, supremacist, Marquee, the black white supremacist I don't thing. Like to be called crackers anymore? <laughs> we call them saltine Americans. Uh, God. I'm more of a crouton. I got a little bit more spice than a cracker. <laughs> But if I, if, hey, listen, if, if, if George Jefferson can say, can say it on TV, I can say it on the radio. Moving <laughs> so, on up. But, but, but that's the beauty of the military. And we all understand that, you know, and that's why I love the growth that I've seen through DV and, and everything that, 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 Mar- that, <laughs> that, that, what's the name? Google does. Google. You know, everything that Six does, Bo does, a lot of the stuff that Bo does. Bo, oh man, look, if y'all been here from the beginning like Snafu, y'all know Bo has been up and down like the, the biggest roller coaster you've ever seen in your life. While I'm giving birth to a kidney stone on air. Oh, That that, that was <laughs> a fun night. What did you name him? That was a fun night, man. Shit. Ended up in the ER. I think I was there that night. It was a rough night. Fuck it, fucking, it wasn't fun for some of us. Fucking recoil had to go out live. He had that's when he had his setup for going live. So he went and live with you guys. And I'm in the ER room with mm. six texting my mom the entire fucking time. Like it was the whole time during the show, the whole two hour show. Cause we used to be two hours for those that are yep. new. <laughs> we got, we old. got old and shit. We got old. We got old and started cool. at eight. <laughs> we used to start at 10. That, yeah, 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 yeah. We used to start at 10. It was, it was 10. It was 10. And then we're all like, we're too old for this shit. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck one o'clock in the morning. Six. six would get on here and be like, look, I just popped my pills. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Is, the farm is great and everything's great. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> and then and then it would be near the end of the show and he would be yelling at Google to tell mm-hmm. us something. And we're like, just get back on the fucking show, you dumbass. Why the fuck did you leave? Like, Google, my closet me bag needs changed. <laughs> Get your flip me. And that is, and that is the birth of barracks talk, everybody. <laughs> I need you to rub my onions. Listen, and then we try so many different segments. We try so many different things. We try so many different segues. What you all have near it, what you all have now is a completion. You know, it's still stuff that's growing, but a completion of what we started way back when. And I love to see it. It's maturity. We've matured. Matured my ass. I'm still a fucking kid. What the fuck you talking about? We've become more refined when we say, go fuck yourself. You a liar. We just got an old and in bed by 10. Oh, see, you know, hey, I'll be in bed by 930. (laughs) Right? You're not wrong. (laughs) And then I wake up every hour hour and a half hour to piss. It's just like, come on. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a uh, pill for that. It's called metformin. It helps lower your blood sugar. Okay, you know, All right. diabetes. I'm, so, I'm diabetes. so glad. I'm so glad you are a government Ponzi and you hey. are conforming to what they tell you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can, can can we talk about the seriousness of what this show has done and what us being together has done, Marquis? Because we we had some serious moments offline and online. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you guys, I, I do not. I told you guys every time I do a show, I tell everybody I'm transparent as they come. I try to tell you the truth. 
You know, I was broke, dead broke. We had just moved up here in uh, 2015. Uh, I didn't have a job and I was just relying on my benefits. You know, me and my wife, we were both just trying. We had just got out of the military. And so then, you know, I got in the radio, was doing that for a while, found the show, talked to six. And that Thanksgiving, I had no money. Couldn't even afford a turkey. No food stamps, nothing. You know, and I called six. I called Bo. They sent me, well, they sent me, they sent me some money. They sent me enough money to go get my family a Thanksgiving freaking meal. And that's the God honest truth. That's love. Salute, salute. Well, damn Skippy. Well, Marquis, it has saved some lives, including yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I'll tell you that story too. If you don't I was mind. I upset about something. I had a PTSD moment. I walked all the way to the hotel, got me a room, had me full, whole uh, syringes full of insulin. I was going to take all four of them and just go to sleep. And Shay was so, my wife was concerned about me because it was raining that night. I told you guys, I tell you guys the stories because you relate to it, you understand it, and we grow from it. You know what I'm saying? I went to the hotel room, I laid in the bed, and this thing, you know, my phone started ringing. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I ignored it. Ring again. I look at his bow. I pick it up. We talked for damn near, what was it, three, four hours? It was up there, man. It was up there. <laughs> it was a long time. And now I see not only the love. I know it takes me a while. To, I tell all my friends, it takes me a while to communicate to you. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm still there. I still love you. You know, I'll reach out every once in a while, but most of the time I'm, a ex, I'm an extroverted introvert. I mm-hmm. like to be out there, but to an extent. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, for someone to call me during that moment and for me to pick up the phone, it not only was my faith and what I believe in a higher power, you know, but it was also that friendship and that camaraderie that we grew from not even really serving together. And wait, let me tell you something. Marquis tried to give me the I'm okay suicide talk. And I was like, mm. I, 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 I came back at him hard. Yep. I was like, you ain't fucking around with me. I, That's I, when I learned that method <laughs> from Bo. I learned that method from Bo. I had a friend try that mess on me the other day. I was like, yeah, stop it. I said, how you going to do it? I said, explain to me how you going to kill yourself, please. Tell me your plan. You know? Yep. But at that gotta, moment, that was need, That was what was needed. I got to tell you guys something. So the influence that I've received from this group, from DV Radio, from the, from the community, from DV, I have a friend who is a woodturner who is – Irish or British and lives in Ireland and he has been struggling with depression with mental health issues and he finally came back on I met him through TikTok and uh, he finally came back on and he said I've been struggling with my black dog and I said I'm going to tell you something that I learned from my veteran friends from my veteran community from you guys I said it's not a matter of where you've been what are you doing it's when you come back we, we what we tell you is just make sure you come back. We all understand when you got to take a step back, you got to walk away, you got to go dark. It's make sure you come back. That's what's important. Come back. And if you're not ready to come back or if you're afraid you can't come back, reach out. And it's that simple. Come just, and we don't care where you've been. Mm-hmm. We just want to, we just want to be here when you come back. Yep. Flat out. That's I mean, like learned. we haven't seen you for a, 11 months of two days. Remember that. And it's like we haven't talked to you for, you know, 45 minutes. Here you are. Family, friend, part of the group, like you never missing because you weren't. And we knew think, you were around. We knew you were there. And I'm going to tell you, you this me. right now, how serious I was that, that day, because it was daytime. It, it hadn't even got nighttime yet with Marquis. 
he leaves this part out, but I'm not joking. Me and my mom were actually getting ready to drive down to Georgia. Like I was dead set on making sure that motherfucker was going to live. Skippy. Like mm-hmm. I, Only I, what about five hours away from where you're at? Yeah. I don't care yeah. how bad the pain was going to be. I was getting down there and I was going to find his ass in that hotel room. Cause I knew exactly where he was at. <laughs> Cause he told yep. me <laughs> and I was like, I will go down there. I was like, if you don't see that call was your me- first mistake, Marky, you told him where you were. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I said, dumbass. I said, had no bills to pay. No, I'm right? just messing around. I'm just playing. I'm just right? playing. That was a dark joke. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and you know what? But that's how we deal with it, though. Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. We, we coke and joke about that shit. Exactly. Because we've all been there. We've all been in that spot where we've been like, well, it would be so easy. Yeah, but and I don't then- want Bo to receive a strongly worded paragraph. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't give a fuck. I have been He's told. He's illiterate anyway. He lives up in the mountains in Appalachia. Don't worry dude, about look, it. That's look. right. He just eats squirrel and stew all the time. Look, that's War Dog. That's why he joined the Marines. Look. No, I, he just eating alligators. Look, look. I have had people email me telling me they hope I get cancer and die. A, a, a strongly worded Aww. paragraph Aww. email <laughs> because because, right. because of what Marquis says ain't gonna bother me. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I have, you I'm worried about is those moms against drunk driving. You know what? You know what? Fuck them too. Um, <laughs> but you know what? It at the end of the day, you guys, Chris, you're included, even though you ain't said a goddamn fucking word this entire fucking moment. Hey, y'all go on. <laughs> Why you ain't talking, bitch? <laughs> Damn. Trying to educate some people on some things. <laughs> That's what your mom said. It's, oh, shit. That ain't true. It's, uh, it's nobody. <laughs> it's you, you guys, those of you that's listening, that makes it worthwhile. Uh, if it wasn't for these assholes that I'm sitting here with in this uh, Zoom meeting and you assholes that listen live or on podcast. Why are we doing it, right? So wait, 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 wait. Speaking of listeners, is our Fed boy on? Oh yeah, (laughs) I I was actually going to say fuck you, Alphabet bitch. The the only one that we're missing tonight, from the looks of it, is our uh, sober brother, Ginger Texas. Hold on a second. Oh, he's been popping in and out. He probably got shitty cell reception or something. Okay, I need to know this person's backstory, please. Which one? <laughs> Fed boy? Yes. Oh, we have somebody boy? in the couch because Bo can look and see where people are listening. Yeah. There is something receiving DB radio <laughs> in the actual Capitol building. So we basically have decided we have awesome. our, own, yeah. our own FBI agent. And yeah. so we take, I take every opportunity to tell that alphabet bitch to go fuck yourself. <laughs> And yeah. maybe a loyal listener who does security at the Capitol it's a, building. It's a fucking, it's a fed. They're spying. They're watching. I, I'm us. literally looking at it right now. I'm looking at the pin. And but we're the, already always on watch list anyway. So why exactly. does that matter? I'm, so, looking, so I'm looking. Fuck you with two fingers, you motherfucker. I'm looking at the pin on the map and it says pin quarter, foggy bottom. And right below pin quarter is Capitol Hill. Foggy <laughs> <laughs> bottom. Hey. Well, if it's Nancy Pelosi, like I just want you to know thank you so much for <laughs> yeah. doing whatever it is that you do. Marky, I don't she's really retired. She's back in San Francisco. Well, who took her seat? Scooping up human feces off of the streets. <laughs> when did I miss something. this? 
She's not in the Congress anymore. Yeah, She's dude. gone. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen a meme about this at all. That's why I don't know. Yeah, that's, they're not going to make a meme about somebody that retired. <laughs> I will. Watch this. John, <laughs> the witch is dead. Hold my Watch mouth. This. I was like, I'm back, bitches. Marquis said, hold my mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for hardcore meme. Okay, so she's not dead anymore. Who, who is the Speaker of the House? Uh, that's um, Mitch McConnell, right? Oh, Kevin, yeah. No, Kevin McCarthy. Mr. Oh, Kevin, Kevin yeah, McCarthy. McCarthy. That fucking traitor. Fuck I, that fucking fucker. I thank you so much for listening to DV Radio. Um, <laughs> you and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Geitz and Mitch McConnell and Jim Jordan and Joe Biden can just all enjoy the sound of our voice. Thank you. We would like to thank you for putting our economy in our wallets in the toilet. Thanks. We're on the cusp of a Great Depression, aren't we? Okay, next topic. Next cusp. Topic. We've out we've outpaced the Great Depression. Awesome winners, America, lead the way. Okay, That's let's right. let's we're move on. We're not supposed to be stressy less. and depressy. Come on yeah. now. <laughs> what? what are you no, we're just we just want to encourage our our government representatives to take a uh, a traditional pineapple. Um, uh, what would you like to call it? A pineapple. A, a spicy, a spicy pineapple. A spicy oh, insert it in their rectum. <laughs> okay. Pull the pin and then remove the spoon and spin on that bitch. Either way, thank you for listening in the Capitol Hill. And boom! <laughs> I'll uh, update y'all when we get raided. Yeah, <laughs> FBI, open up. Listen, that just happened to a Twitch streamer. Yeah. It really did. Yo. Yep. He swatted himself. Yeah. I was going to say, he done it to himself, too, <laughs> of all people. Whether he had fascism to the next level, respect. <laughs> That's just crazy, dude. I, I mean, I could never. I mean, you talk about dumbassery going on, and then this motherfucker shows up. <laughs> was that dumbassery or was it asshattery? I mean, that makes all the kids that swallowed condoms during the condom challenge look smart. <laughs> Don't what judge me. Tide pod eaters. Don't judge me. <laughs> Marquis, just because you were muling, that, that's not oh. what we're talking about. <laughs> Leave Pablo Escobar alone. Listen, that was good money back then. I don't know what you're talking about. JJ Baby needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> JJ just said, Marquis, you keased it and we knowed it. <laughs> it was his prison wallet. It's okay. You know something, though? I do have a very serious question for Christopher Santos. Go, go ahead, man. You sounded real, real serious. So yes, I, I, this, is, this, is, this is as serious as a heart attack. Which crypto should I invest in now since uh, Doge never went to the moon? Oh, he's going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm going to say uh, none. Okay. Uh, No, that's real. Um, I just, I I don't really give recommendations, but what I would say is just watch what's going on right now in the market. If you're looking to get into crypto, anybody out there is looking to get into it, my opinion is to watch right now and see what's going on because there's a lot of things waiting in the winds. And if it goes one way, the market's going to go absolutely awful even worse than it is right now if it goes the other way there's going to be a lot of opportunity and one of those things is the uh approval or rejection of the bitcoin etf through the sec that blackrock applied for and if you don't know who blackrock is go look them up they basically own the world 
um, we're waiting on that. If that if that goes through, that's going to be uh, you know a big indicator of things to turn around the market and then the government with regulation. They're pushing. They're trying to push some damn law right now that uh, that would uh, cause everybody to have to you know track every transaction that happens through every platform, whether it's centralized or decentralized, for tax purposes. Hmm. That is an awful. That sounds educated. Yeah, it's yep. crazy. Okay, so, so uh, Cliff Notes. Yeah. Cliff Notes. Don't invest in anything right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's to be real. Unless you're a real hard time, if you're a hardcore risk taker, there's a lot of opportunity you can throw in there, like one of them to watch. I'll give you one to watch. Okay. Take that for what you will. Uh, on the blue chip side is XRP. And okay. XLM, watch those. Uh, and then Cardano, which is uh, ADA, uh, okay. watch that as well. See, see, so now, now I'm going to say this. Now, I have a friend who's like heavy into crypto. This is the only thing this dude uses, right? And he's been screaming XRP since it freaking came out. Yeah. He's been screaming XRP. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to buy because I can't buy it on Coinbase. And so, yeah. So if I can't buy it on Coinbase, I don't buy it. You know, <laughs> you should yep. be able to. You should be able to get Cardano on Corbase. Yeah, well, yeah, I got some free Cardano when it yeah. first came out, and I kept yeah. it there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've got. I've got that free Cardano. Yep. See, we got the free Cardano. See, vets, go get the free Cardano. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to cost you anything, and it could benefit you. Yeah. See, see, we're yeah. bringing helpful tips to the vets today. There we go. Yeah, it's good. Give you, I'll give you a perfect indicator, though, right? So at the height, and granted, it was like at the height of COVID when everybody was getting free money from the government and all this other shit. People sitting at home well, just throwing money free. around. We're paying for it now. Right? Well, to them, it was free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the market went crazy in 2001, as you've seen. Stock market went crazy. Crypto market went crazy. Cardano was trading at just over three dollars. I want to say three twenty or three thirty was that was the all time high. Right now it's at like twenty six cents. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see the potential if the market turns around that there is potential there. But again, the caveat is if and when the market turns around. He used caveat. That's an officer word. Yeah. Well, but you know, was. I mean, I was I was there for so <laughs> oh. you know, we we fancy. Dang it! I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Three. How do we get three? three. How do we get three. so lucky? I was, I was about to say there's three. You left out Nevermore. I'm the only artilleryman here. I was That's okay. We'll just talk louder for you. Please do. <laughs> Why do you think I'm screaming? Wait, really quick, really quick. Let's go down the list just to see for shits and giggles. Chris, what was your MOS? Uh, AFSC. Which is? <laughs> In English, please. Uh, so I was a uh, three. Well, it was a three CO that turned to a three DO X one. Oh uh, lord! Which was information systems. But I started out as uh, a, a two A. So you worked with computers, okay? Uh, Oink. What was your MOS? <laughs> Just throwing out numbers. <laughs> Mechanic, wrench turner. JJ. I was a quad zero. Oh lord! What did you do? Jo. I was a journalist, but then they merged us. And they gave us numbers. You were a journalist. Mark, Marquis, you were artillery. Navy journalist for 15 years, motherfucker. Marquis, you were artillery, oh, correct? I was a 13 Delta Field Artillery Tactical Data Systems Specialist. Nevermore. Nevermore. Big guns go deep. What? Nevermore. Security Forces. War Dog. Rifleman. 
and I was a cook. So you got all the fucking important aspects right here <laughs> of the military. And the most important one is within. the field artillery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to say cook, man. I'm glad to say cook, man. Come on now. No, that's from within. No, uh, uh, that's from within. <laughs> Big guns go deep. <laughs> we ain't coming tonight, Marquis. I'm sorry. Play, Playboy ain't sponsoring us for that. Queen of battle. We're the king of battle. How dare you? Oh, oh that's right. You. Yeah, you're the king of battle. You can king only of battle. One, follow me. One space at a time. <laughs> king of battle. Follow me. We are the king of battle. We shoot, move, and communicate. <laughs> shoot, move, and communicate. Yeah, the move part's pretty hard when you're fucking towing a big old ass howitzer. Uh, my friend, self-propelled howitzer. M106, uh-huh. M109 Alpha 6, the Paladin, my friend. Let me introduce you to it. Is that like a self-propelled lawnmower? It doesn't cut as much grass. Though. Shit. <laughs> we can take out a whole grid square. How dare you? <laughs> Well, a nuke can take out a whole ass country. (laughs) They got to change the bag after each pass. (laughs) Thank you, Nevermore. We don't want to destroy the planet, okay? We just want to destroy the grid square. (laughs) I'm sorry. I guarded nukes, okay? (laughs) The grid square. (laughs) I guess the grid square over here. Yeah. Yeah. But no, when I was in Anaconda, man, if anybody doesn't know, Bob Anaconda was the joint blood, uh, joint Air Force base, pretty much with the Army, the Air Force, and a couple of uh, what are they called? <laughs> Foreign nationals were on that base up in uh, Blood. This and, motherfucker um, passed through my goddamn look, cop, and I didn't even know him then. Look, I didn't either, dude. We used to go through that all the time. Fucking cop me, <laughs> cop, cop me, me yep. And and there, you know, we had that 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 crazy fancy. You know, radar system, the crazy one that shot that shot the mortars out of the sky. If you ever been to Anaconda, you heard the mortars. They go mini guns, mm-hmm. just like that. That's what they call it. Yeah, the, the Navy developed that system. Yeah, I mean, and this it's awesome. You know, when I went down to um to um Calso, five Calso, you know, I had to sit right next to the Air Force guy who would clear airspace for me. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we saw always say, "Hey, look, you know, big sky, little bullet." We're not you, gonna hit no plane. You know We're when we left when we left uh Iraq, we had to turn cop meat into a JSS. For real? Yeah. I mean I, we broke that damn thing down to like a half an acre. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> joking. There was like 15, 20 of us. Wow. Yeah. I, I know we had to do the same thing when we were on um um uh, patrol base whiskey one. We had to we had to actually take that building and secure it with an old school. But it was hitting us so much on, uh, what was it, Route Pluto? Maybe. I, I, I know our road went black like twice a fucking month. Uh, well, hey, Navy guy, so how was the ocean? <laughs> oh, cool. shit. It was nice and calm. <laughs> the officers would go do dangerous shit. We'd sit back and drink our coffee because we're stronger than you fucking bitches. Hey, Chris, how was, how was Saddam's hotels? Wouldn't I wouldn't have a clue. I never even touched the shore. That's, that's why I <laughs> we literally that's floated why I, around in the Gulf, threw officers at the shit, and sat back and drank coffee. That's why I mean, I asked, Air Force guys, was your coffee hot enough? That's why I asked Chris how Saddam's hotels were. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have room service. We didn't you. fucking go. I mean, come on. 
no AC, no chair, and no room service. We out of here. <laughs> oh, I joined the wrong service. I Navy the brought, wrong. We brought our own. We brought our own AC. Fucking uh, hot water, cold water. We didn't get room service, but all you had to do was walk down the hall. So. Man, our kitchen, uh, our kitchen was so hot. We finally had to cut a hole in the tent and put a drash outside. It was so goddamn hot. It reached temperatures of 200 when we were in there cooking. So, so you, you can see just I didn't set shit on the counter and cook it. You see, I didn't say war dog, right? Because he was a he was an infantryman. That's an eleven Bravo. Fucking I, war- I don't mess with those dudes. No, 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 no. Wait, <laughs> wait, Marquis, War Dog, you gotta tell us the night you got a taste of Iraqi water when you fell in a hole. Oh, you don't want to go into that shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick. My second time in Fallujah. We're out on a night patrol, maybe like twenty three hundred. I'm tailing Charlie. We walk past this big ass hole in the middle of the street from uh from an arty round, you know, back when they had the Battle of Fallujah. This is only like two months after that battle. Uh none of my guys in front of me gave me the word, you know, through our uh calm that there was a fucking hole there. So me being tail and Charlie, I'm watching the you know, watching our six, and as I turn around to catch up with the rest of the guys, I fall seven feet fucking deep into the uh you know, the asphalt of the road and all, uh, at the bottom of it's full of water. I take a swallow by accident. Uh, my knee, I tore my MCL that night. It, it, it was just a hell of a night. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh, but, but the fact it's like that the Oregon trail, you died of dysentery. Yeah. But you, but you, <laughs> you see why the army lets the Marines goes in first. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's a reason Air Force just sits back and plays Uber. Oh, the, the, that's why the Navy just throws officers at it. <laughs> Fuck that shit. The, the army Listen, basic- hey, real quick. I had a client. Okay, because you know I'm in real estate now. I was on the phone with him, and then you know, going back and forth because he was in the Air Force. And I was like, you know, Air Force, ha 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 ha, doing like we're doing now, right? He stopped the conversation. Dead. I mean, quickly. I don't do that. My service was mandatory and it was efficient. I have no idea why they would do that. Why people do that? Why veterans do that? I said, you know what? I don't think this is the guy for me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, it's a little too personal. Yeah, you know, and it's just like, you know what? I, I was in the army, man. You know, we shoot, move, and communicate. I'm so sorry that in the air force, you guys did nothing. So, you know, I'll pass you on to my other client, uh, to my other uh, agent. You know, so I just send them on over. I, I don't have time for suck up people. Man, that's, that's nice. That's why yeah. the army always uses the Marines as a minesweeper. It's, it's yep. cheap. Let them go through first. <laughs> <laughs> Battle of Iwo Jima. I just love Battle to see you with a client like that for very long. Nah, I have listen, to watch nah. everything you say. Listen, let me tell you. Oh my God, you guys would not believe the craziness there is out there with people trying to buy houses. Dude, you got a Karen recently, didn't you? Oh, no, 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 no. See, most of the time, you know, you get them on the phone and you're talking to them and they're all like, I'm going to be a great client because I don't have too many tastes, right? <laughs> you go into the house exactly to what they want. Three bedroom, two bath, nice kitchen, open concept. You go in there and stuff, right? Mm. I don't like the way this hallway flows here. Can, can you follow where the hallway's on the other side of the house? You know, or bathrooms on the other side of the house? No problem. I got one lined up next. Let's go see that one. We go over to, ooh, you know what? I kind of like the first one best. And then you say, okay, you know what? I like to give two courtesy shows. That's just me being who I am. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's have a Linda reach out and talk to you. Turns out this person had a 482 credit score. You can't do nothing with a 482 credit score. 
<laughs> what you trying to do? How you even get a 482 credit score? I'm you got shit from Home Depot. I'm gonna feel bad to get. Core real estate lady. It's not that we were bad, but the people selling the house were complete dickwads, <laughs> and so everything that was supposed to stay in the house by the contract, he took half of it out. So she had to contact him, and be like, "Hey, you got to return this shit, man." That's why they bought it. You know the problem is that every time I do a house like that, I always try to get something out of the house my clients like. Like as soon as they, "Ooh, I like this table," you know, "Ooh, that's a nice mirror." I always try to get what, something. See, what happened to me was I kept asking, are you taking the fridge? I didn't care. I said, if you are, I just need to know how white it is so I can buy a new fridge. What got tra- what got communicated to the sellers was we want the fridge. <laughs> so they decided to take the stove because I got the fridge. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I never said I want the fridge. I just said, if you're taking it, I need to know how big the fucking hole is to fill. (laughs) So the day of signing, we had to say, wait a minute. Why is the range gone? (laughs) They brought it back. They brought it back. They took the stove. They took the stove. Literally, I walked in the house to do the signing and the stove was gone. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know what that was, right? That was a lack of communication between your agent and their agent. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm saying. All I wanted to know is how big is the gap the fridge fits in in the cabinetry so I can order a fridge to fit. That's all I wanted to know. He's leaving out the part where this dude comes back. Now, the keys are in our hand. Everything's done. Uh-huh. The dude comes back to bring the stove, lets that little rug rat that he called a child in his house. They left a baby grand piano that was a piece of junk that none of us could move. Uh-huh. That little brat comes in here and starts wailing on this damn piano. And he's like, well, it was my house. And I was like, if you don't get that little bastard out of here, I'm going to commit murder in this new house. <laughs> hey, Chris, a- you, you used to sell shit. You got a story that's as bad as theirs. I never sold house. I sold cars, bro. It doesn't matter. I said sold That's shit. Even worse. <laughs> you every, got a story. Well, my point is, every story was bad. <laughs> like, I mean, it's selling cars. It sucks. Well, what's the worst one that you can tell us? I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't really have one. I know people would come in all the time and they would test drive the cars, knowing that they're not going to buy them, or they would drive them and they would. I had a couple of them start doing drugs right in the car while they're driving them. Like, <laughs> like, different levels. I'm My like, kind of me? Right? Like, what the hell, man? I was like, no, nah, you got to take this shit back. <laughs> uh, but I did have one, actually, but the first car I ever sold, uh, believe it or not, it was actually a pretty good story. Um, me being who I am, I try not to be a scumbag, which is why I didn't last that long in that industry. Uh, this, 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 this older gentleman at the time, I was like 19. Um, so to me, he was older. He's in his fifties coming into the, uh, coming into the dealership. And I was the only one standing outside that greeted him and held the door for him and asked him how his day went. And he went inside and he told the manager, I'm here with my, uh, my father who's older. He wants to buy it was at the time it was an LHS, which was a, a pretty high end, uh, Chrysler at the time. Uh, he wants to buy cash today doesn't want to fuck around and he pointed right to me and he said and i want him to sell it because i was the only one that acknowledged the guy in in a way that was uh friendly 
So that was a pretty cool story. That was my first one. I made one hell of a commission off that. I think it was like twelve hundred bucks. Damn. I made a commission off that sale. And that sale took about an hour. Nice. Yeah. So so the moral of the story is if you want to buy a car, go to Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the moral of the story is if you want to buy a car, look for somebody who actually acknowledges you exist. Mm-hmm. Last time I went to a car dealership, oh my God. I had to fucking start like opening car doors and shit to get somebody to acknowledge I was there. And I had a trade in. See, I had that the opposite. was the problem. We had a trade in. I had the opposite of what JJ had. As soon as we go, we're Chris, just Chris, Chris, it was right at the height of the big no, no microchips. Everybody's screaming for pickup trucks. And I had F 150 to trade it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I was. Uh, you know what? The motherfucker runs. I was walking in. Who is this country hillbilly riding up in this thing? Oh, Lord, he want to trade it in. I ain't going to get that. I'm not going to get that one. No. Seriously, they were they were flipping and selling the same year, same make, same model for almost twice what I bought it for. I, I shit you not. That was what, 2022? Like early 22? The, and they were screaming for pickups because oh, microchip shortage, blah, 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 blah. and they were screaming for trade-ins. But nobody would acknowledge me, so I was like, "I guess I'm not trading my truck in. I'm still driving." It happened to me too, and I think it was because of the shortage. Like they didn't, they, they didn't care because they didn't have anything to sell because of all the shortage. So even when they had I mean, something to sell, people were like, there was waiting lists, so they didn't they, care. They didn't have yeah. to work a lot. I was looking at a Ford Ranger. Like I wanted to trade down from an F-150 to a Ranger. They had the Ranger I wanted on the lot. Oh, nice. But they still like, it, it was like, I had to go find somebody and say, Hey, what can you do for me for this Ranger? And I went through like four guys and I'm at the, ultimately I was like, fuck this shit. The F-150 still running. I'm out. You know what? They, this sounds they like started calling me three right? days later. Like they, they no, they were calling me three days later. Like, hey, you still want to trade that F one fifty? And I'm like, no, I'm I'm not interested anymore. I got emails for three months from that dealership, but they treated me like shit. So I just was like, nope, I won't, I won't work with you. I can beat you all. I worked retail for twenty three years straight. I'm so sorry. Yes. Do I, ask? I mean, that was it. We don't have no. We don't have that. No, we don't even. There's no discussion. No. Yes. We don't even have that. Your dick is bigger. Yes. <laughs> We've seen Karen videos, and if it's anywhere near that, oh, I'll live you your have second. not even heard the stories, bro. You have no idea. I ended she up in court against so my, mad. I ended up in court against my former boss's brother for trying to pull a gun on a group of Hispanic kids. And I got in his face. And why did he, why did he try to pull a gun? Cause they were Brown. Well, I mean, that's what he said, but he didn't Literally. say Brown. Oh. <laughs> he didn't say well, Brown. What did he say? No, I'm not going I will tell the story mildly. A little bit more fragrant. <laughs> it was an entire car full of young kids. The one was under 18. When he pulled up, there were six more parking spaces for the online grocery pickup. He wanted the space that this group of Hispanic males were in. This motherfucker kicked the minor in the face. Before I could even get out there, I literally took a phone, took the phone call. Hey, there's a disturbance. And within 30 seconds, kicked the kid, tried to pull out a gun on me. 
got on his phone and the racial slurs were flying. And I turned around and I said, look, you fucking racist. If you're going to shoot anybody, it's going to be me because I ain't scared of you. And I had to go to court and they tried to like say I couldn't be a witness to hearing racial comments. And he ended up losing. And now he owes the kid a bunch of money because it kicked him in the head and gave him a damn concussion. But that's a mild one compared to some of the shit I've been into. But it was nothing better when my boss called me and she goes, is it the situation being handled? I was like, yeah, your dumb motherfucking brother's going to get locked up. <laughs> still I don't have a friend anymore, but I don't care. Still don't beat the crackhead. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because somebody, a client just texts me. Hey, I want to see this house. Well, when do you want to see it? And now I got to do all this research on this little one bedroom, one bath house. Drive all the way to Milledgeville. Shit, that's like $195,000 in this market. That's all that motherfucker could afford. Uh, 125. Thank oh, you very was, much. Okay. Actually, Still, actually. For one bedroom, one bath. Out but, in but, but guess how many uh, acres it's on? How many? 6.25. Okay. Okay. That's legit. Is it a murder house, a spooky house, or a I don't serial know. killer I'm house? I'm trying to find out what's wrong with it. Like, I'm looking at it. There's nothing wrong with this house. You need hey, to see it in person, then. Pictures are wow. deceiving. You no, know, no, no, no. Trust me. I know that. I know how to take the pictures to be deceiving. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you really can't hide nothing in a one-bedroom, one-bath. That's back in the back in the back in the day, I was looking for a house east of Colorado Springs, and I went to see this one place. It was like on seven acres, and it had outbuildings, and there was a there was a really nice house built in the early 1900s. I mean, the, the house was gorgeous. Pull into the driveway, get out of the truck, and 360 degrees. All we hear is rattlesnake rattles. <laughs> Got back in the truck, called the realtor and said, no, thanks. Next. <laughs> wow. Hell no. See, I love it when you read the private remarks on some of these houses and the MLS. It says, if the, if the buyer's agent doesn't show this home, 1% of this commission will be paid. This home is being sold as is in all capital. So that's what I'm reading like that. No repairs will be made to the home. And it's like, yeah, they will. <laughs> you know it's like let's be real here this house has been on the market for 100 and something days it normally wouldn't sit this long but you you, you really want to get economy. this off your plate yeah you you really want to get it off your plate really you know as an agent you just don't want to be sitting there so if when, I give you when we were looking at houses they were literally selling and offers being made while JJ was standing inside the house so there's no way there's nothing wrong with that house yeah that that's true I had, I literally was making an offer and had the house bought, uh, had the contract signed out from under me right while I was standing in. The I can, you got the notary state, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause yeah, down here in, in, in Georgia, we're an attorney state. Like everything has to go through the attorney. Everything. What and surprised us was the upfront fee that you have to give them in case you change your mind. So, it can, and it's not a set fee. Yep, it's yep. highest money talks. I was surprised, but I was like, so you can't just go buy a house no more. You got to pay somebody to consider even looking at your contract. Yep. Remember that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a rule for up there where you guys are at. I'm so glad it's not down here. Cause I would never sell anything. <laughs> maybe you, we need to move to Georgia. The, the way you told Mark. Oh, maybe you yeah. should. Hey, I got a good referral agent. <laughs> 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 and then when you guys get down here. 
<laughs> the sale of a, the buying of a home down here can be contingent on the sale of the home up there. I know how to do the contract. I'm really good at this. I've been doing it for two years. You know, you know what? what? <laughs> Only if we're invited to the cookout. Sure. <laughs> Look, I had to drive through Atlanta with my <laughs> friends and go stay in Alabama to help them because somebody was torching all the damn Walmarts. And I am messaging him going, why are these people hanging out of their windows yeah, on the damn interstate that. not moving? Like, am I going to get killed in Atlanta traffic? And he's like, maybe. <laughs> it all depends. Okay. So they're either doing one of two things. They're either going to start a line dance and start dancing on the side of the road, or they're going to start fighting. So didn't no, didn't care. But those people, <laughs> if you do this daily and you can commute through Atlanta, you've got balls of steel. That's oh, all I'm going to say. Listen, when I worked at the station, you learn those back rows quick, <laughs> quick. I've I've driven through Atlanta exactly three times. And that was enough. Thank you. I am upset. Wardall, we need to have a conversation. What's up, bro? Why didn't anyone tell me going through Orlando was going to charge me a lot of money? Oh, yeah. The toll things out here. The, yeah, uh, yeah, the toll things out there. The old post state. <laughs> no, the whole state motherfucker. $14. <laughs> and fuck that Shit, airport. You're- your dumb asses are coming down there. I mean, come on. Like, I was riding up and down that damn highway. I was like, they go another toll. You see the life flash? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be 1773. 70, Thank you. <laughs> My wife was like, you know, we getting something in the mail from Florida. And I was like, oh, hell. <laughs> we got to pay them. When I went up to the DB farm, <laughs> I hit one tollway, one bridge. It took me six months to fucking pay that bill. <laughs> hey, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Up in Alaska, they don't have tolls. They barely have roads. So That's right. Yeah. They, they all we just fucking mush through the wilderness. Yeah. There's bobsled up there. Mark, he got down to Florida and he told his family, he said, get out and walk. We ain't paying no tolls. <laughs> I mean, you know, they say like, you know, the tolls with the change. And we did like two of those. So I was like, you know, that covers the whole road. You know, my wife don't know. She's never been down there. Me either. So I'm like, we covered the whole road. And I'm just flying and flying. And I look up and I'm like, they're still taking pictures of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great state of Florida where it doesn't stop raining for some reason. They were taking pictures of you because you were black. <laughs> no, they have, they have a, no, that'd be all the time in Florida. <laughs> well, you just said it was. <laughs> Yo, they don't have orange trees in Florida anymore? Not in Orlando. You know what? That's funny because last time I was in Florida, I was over in uh, St. Pete for my for for one of my battle buddies' funeral. You know, it's a long story. That was pretty much what cat you know brought me to DV Radio. But you know, and I was over there, and there was just oranges on the tree. You know, went down to Orlando, there weren't any oranges on the tree, and so I was like, "Yo, this is Florida. There should be oranges everywhere." And then my friend, which everyone knows, grown man, he was all like, "No, there's not fl- no any more oranges down here." So I was confused. There's no oranges. Florida. Oh, we it still have them. Part they, of the state. Yeah, it's there you go. What part of the state you're in? Yeah, I was in the wrong over part. Over by St. Pete, over by uh, Tampa. Yeah, you got oranges. Down south, you got key limes. Orlando, you got Disney. That's it. <laughs> Dude, I tried everything when they assigned us to Alabama to get Florida because I did not want to go to Mobile, Alabama. Alabama. What is Alabama known for? 
chairs in the face. Ah, there we go. I was trying to remember. I mean, you know, it's the key history in black. Hey, hey, Talladega, you can go left at 143 miles per hour. Yeah, that's my that that that. I'm sorry, everybody was mad on the internet, but fuck around and get a chair to the face. That's your problem. Which side of the internet was upset? Because my side wasn't upset. Your Everybody side I wasn't, seen was and my side wasn't, because I'm white, but I'm not stick around and get into a brawl with flying chairs in the face kind of white. Look, those knuckleheads <laughs> deserve everything they fucking got. I don't care if they, it was a woman, I, he should have hit her harder. Unk should have swung harder. I seen that really video, and all I could think of was, excuse and, me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have been able to get up. He had to hit her twice. Look, the whole fight was funny. See, I mean, I got That it. speaks to the weakness of the fucking millennial. I'm telling you right now. Motherfucker swinging the chair has to hit a bitch twice. What the fuck? <laughs> he was old. Oh, they were he was both old. old. He was old. They, they were up there. She yeah. was an old lady, too. He but. was old. She should have fucking cracked his skull. What the fuck? Dude, he hit her and she tried to get back up and he clocked her again. I was like, stomp on somebody else's head and see what happens. Fuck around, find out. Because I am. But yeah, TikTok was mad. Just It was mainly the old white man. Like, see? You, see? You we can't upset them. You shouldn't hit a woman. And I'm like, she shouldn't have been stomping on a damn security guard's face, neither. So <laughs> Don't they know that our president is old and white and almost lost his car in a fire? <laughs> his kitchen. It, it, there was smoke. <laughs> I seen I seen a sign from Maui. It said, you know, Maui strong, blah, blah, blah. Then at the bottom, it said, sorry, Mr. Biden, about almost losing your Corvette. And whatever the other thing was, and I fucking dude, I lost it. It was a real sign out front of the store, and it had to let her know. My, my favorite thing about that whole visit to Hawaii was the fucking motorcade going around the corner, driving up the highway, and all the people screaming, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> "Yes, that is the soul of America, right there." Fuck. Um, you uh again i know y'all aren't all on tiktok but one girly sat there in the airport crying because her flight to maui got canceled because you know people were dying and jumping in the ocean just not to burn to death and uh, they didn't cancel her i don't know how she didn't get canceled those are first world problems man i hope i hope guess if they don't want us there then don't fucking go look i hope i hope biden gave her her plane ticket money back you know at least he gave seven hundred dollars to the victims of Maui. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and go into a little uh, thing that we like to call Thafo. Ooh, that's the part I was talking about with the whole fuck around and find out. Public service announcement to civilians: If you run into a veteran, you may indeed fuck around and find out. Listen, you snot those little shit. I'm gonna get medieval on your ass. Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy, or are you gonna bite? Fuck with me, and we'll see your shits on the sidewalk. I'll kill you with my teacup. Sit your five-dollar ass down before I make change. No, I'm just getting warmed up. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? I'll rip out your eyes and piss on your brain. You're a gutless turd. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face. Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. Fuck around and find out. Hey, hey, welcome to another edition of F-A-F-O, Fuck Around, Find Out, where we highlight stories in the news in which civilians had to learn a lesson that they were dealing with veterans that might indeed whoop their ass. All right. Tonight, we have a fairly, uh, fairly recent one. 
We're going back to June 6th of 2023, a little over two months ago. This one's uh, straight out of the New York Post. Title reads, video captures moment Korean War veteran fights off robbers in wild pepper spray attack. All right. A Marine veteran fought off a pair of men who followed him home and pepper sprayed him in the face during a botched robbery according to video and family. Dramatic footage from inside the veteran's garage shows the moment when two men in hoods walk up to him around 12.30 p.m. Sunday as he was coming back to his Fullerton, California home with his wife after church and a stop at Home Depot. One of the men could be heard telling the vet that someone hit his Tesla drawing the Marine's eye to his bumper before suddenly pepper spraying him in the face. The vet put his hands out to try to block the spray before the robbers charged at him with one attempt to, uh, with one attempting to elbow the Korean Marine Corps veteran in the back. But the assault quickly backfired as the vet started swinging, landing punches on one of the would be robbers and chasing them out of his driveway. He fought back hard And I think they were caught off guard because someone because they were dealing with someone that old that would fight back. The veteran son told ABC seven. Violent robbers approached a Marine Corps veteran returning home from a trip to church and Home Depot to tell him his car had supposedly been hit. The victim's family said one of the assailants pepper sprayed the vet in the face and began attacking him. The attackers could be seen fleeing as nearby crews of landscapers rushed in to help scare them away. The victim's son, who did not want to be identified, said the suspects were two of three men who followed his parents home in a dark sedan. My dad was kind of confused because they came around him real quick, the son said. They pepper sprayed him all over. Thank God he had glasses. I think it gave him a little bit of the ability to fight back. The son thanked the landscapers for coming to his father's aid, noting that the robbers were likely scared off when they saw the group of men rushing to the scene. Those guys are heroes, he said. My dad was screaming, fighting back, and they came running around and helped chase the guys. The assailants didn't realize there were more guys, and they just boned out. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and Fullerton Police investigated the incident. All right. So here was another edition of Fuck Around, Find Out, taking place in Fullerton, California, in which an older Korean War veteran went to swinging and whoop some ass on some would-be robbers. Salute. First of all, California. So, okay. But the man was a Korean War veteran, a Marine Korean War veteran. Let's talk about what the Marines did in the Korean War. Do you know about the chosen few? Hell I mean, yeah. These motherfuckers literally survived hell. Pepper spray would not stop a Man. Marine veteran of the Korean War. That motherfucker was like, pepper spray? I put that on my eggs at breakfast. Yeah, he, he was like, I drink cold, uh, I, I, I drink Agent Orange for supper. <laughs> I mean, my grandpa was a Korean War Army vet, and he passed away at 82. So imagine how old did y'all that got y'all asses kicked by an old man. 
Exactly. Exactly. He was a Marine from the Korean War. Those motherfuckers did not quit. This is the problem. They died by uh, massively, but they didn't quit. This is the problem with millennials nowadays. Not millennials, but this Gen Z trying to rob people. Who robbed one with pepper spray? Right. And who does it with some of the glasses on? (laughs) Guns are illegal in California. So, you know, the criminals are going to, you know, they're going to get. Guns are illegal in Britain. (laughs) So what? (laughs) The criminals don't care. That's the the whole point of this fuck around. They brought pepper spray. They didn't bring a bat. But the guns are illegal. So so crime's less because you can't get a gun. But they didn't bring a bat. They didn't bring a knife. They didn't bring a stick. Would have even been more effective than pepper spraying somebody with glasses on. Nothing. None of that would have stopped a fucking Korean. I'm not saying it would. I'm just saying they didn't really. He would have been kicking their ass no matter what. They didn't really think it through. The the Korean War was a deadly war. Those dudes are crazy. I don't know. That's a war that gets so overlooked. It's not even funny. Because. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a Marine who, who survived the Korean War? I Yes, as, no look, fucking as, around, because you will find out. As soon as War Dog said that about the pepper spray, I immediately started laughing, and that's why I was muted out. Because I remember, uh, it was probably two years ago, one of my E7s, he, he was still in the guard up until recently, and he had a training day with new privates that had just came out of basic and AIT, and it was to qualify for pepper spray and some other shit. And it was the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my entire life because you would have thought they were getting stung by an entire fucking hornet's nest or some shit. Like they were screaming at the top of their lungs and crying. And I'm like, man, that shit ain't nothing. Pepper spray ain't shit. Like, <laughs> Bitch, you haven't even seen CS gas. You're right. <laughs> Is that water? <laughs> right? That's what what I put on my eggs every morning. (laughs) When we went through the fucking gas chamber, super soaker boy, and just punch them. When we went through the gas chamber for the CS gas, we had the drill sergeants in there. My drill sergeant was the only one that was standing in there in pants, boots, and a shirt and a gas mask and that was it he didn't have on his fucking whole outfit like the other drill sergeants and he was bald headed and he's the one that i told y'all reminded me of sergeant war dog and sergeant house because his teeth glowed at night and he had that <laughs> shit going on <laughs> like, <laughs> ain't nothing but steers and queers come from texas boy and i don't see no horns man i could see i could see why he was in the special forces because that motherfucker was hard like i was like damn he stood in here the entire fucking time didn't come out one fucking time it was great but anyway um it's <laughs> It's uh, it's must have been from artillery. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been from artillery. (laughs) It is quarter after uh the hour here, so let's go down the line. Uh, I know Chris didn't say much tonight. Uh, sorry, Chris, but uh, you got any last? Chris had a whole segment. (laughs) Chris, I I think I said enough. You got any (laughs) last words for our listeners tonight or on podcast, brother? I do. It's a, it's a pleasure to listen to y'all and uh, you know, maybe sometime I'll talk more, but no, uh, (laughs) uh, for real, I appreciate you uh, having me on here again. I'm glad more people showed up. I miss all you guys. You know, I don't come on nearly as much as I used to, but it's, uh, it's been busy times and uh, yeah, I apologize. I've been kind of wrapped up trying to educate people on how 
our investments in tech startup valuations work. So um, <laughs> I've been preoccupied with that during the show. Yeah, no joke. We need to get you and uh, the other guys on and do a whole show about affinity and crypto in general. Yeah, even, uh, you know, like if anybody wants to, I know obviously uh, Marquis got some some experience in the real estate market, which definitely pours into the uh, investment world. And and I'm sure yes. everybody else on here has some experience in one way, shape or form and and that stuff. But even just talking about uh, business and investments in general, I'd love to have a discussion on that. Real quick, um, me and my broker, okay, this is a personal conversation we were having about crypto being used in the future to purchase real estate where you have to not wait for the banks to clear it in three days. You get the transaction done instantly. So we were throwing that out. We were trying to see, hey, maybe we need to talk to a crypto guy about how that can possibly happen. I know exactly how it can happen. It can happen directly through the platform that we created. So we could talk more about that. There we go. Told you we need to have a whole show about affinity and crypto. (laughs) I have software developed already that could facilitate that. You ain't never talked to Picky Vicky, have you? I don't believe I have. Okay. And that's why they shouldn't shouldn't miss what show here on WDVRDVRadio.net, Chris? Uh, That would be Affinity Protocol on Tuesday nights, every other Tuesday at 8.30 p.m., which will be this Tuesday, by the way. And it's live, correct? Usually. Live. It is a live show. Unless Chris hits me up and he's like, yo, man, we had some shit and we had to pre-record, man. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) We had some shit go down. That's how he always tells me. Every time he's like, we got some shit going down. And... (laughs) That crucial shit in the crypto world. <laughs> Chris does that every time. And I'm like, oh, shit, something bad must have happened because he doesn't say that unless bad shit happens. And it's usually like they're on a trip or somebody's not going to be there and they need them there. And I'm like, dude, you just had to tell me that you're going to record. That's- <laughs> Doge was up 0.003, you know, <laughs> you know, going to the moon. <laughs> I, I, own, I own very little Doge. Um, very little. Me too. I have like, or something. <laughs> also, I put Chris, like 300 bucks in it back in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I never reached a dollar. Also, Chris. Trust in Elon. Trust in Elon. Yeah, look at X. <laughs> really quick. Also, Chris, where can people uh, keep up with everything affinity and all that good stuff? Uh, best ways you can find us is on our socials, which is uh, on X, formerly Twitter, is uh, at Affinity DeFi. We also have AFENY Inc. Uh, corporate social uh, Facebook as well. Affinity DeFi uh, website is uh, affinity inc.tech is probably the best one you'd want to hit. You can hit our telegram. You can message me directly, whatever you want. I'm always, always willing to talk about, like I said, crypto business, you know, military shit, whatever it is. I love it all. Let's have a conversation. And affinity Fridays. Don't miss it. Cause I retweet no. it every chance I get. <laughs> Yeah, I think we gave away, like I said, I didn't add it up yet, uh, but I want to say we gave away about $1,000 worth of crypto last night. And it's and, a special uh, week this week, Typically, it's about right? four to 500 bucks every other Friday. Damn it! How did I miss this? <laughs> it's a special right? week this Shit. week, right, Chris? It's free money. Free money. It's a special week this week for Affinity, correct, Chris? Yeah, it's our two-year anniversary, so we launched the uh, the actual crypto that we have, which is called Affinity, the token. Uh, it was launched two years ago on the 28th. Uh, doing pretty well, but obviously the whole crypto market's down. So, you know, relatively speaking. Okay, uh, but, but which uh, exchanges can I find that on? 
cannot find that exchange. Where DeFi, DeFi token. Oh. Oh. So you can find it on DeFi exchanges like Pancake Swap, which I know is a very silly name. Uh, but you can also find it on our product, which is Adapt, which is Adapt.exchange. Uh, okay. You can you can pick that up as well. And also on the Adapt uh, Exchange is DV Radio and DV Farm. Probably we appreciate Chris allowing us to be a part of that. So if you want to donate through Adapt to DV Radio or DV Farm, you can donate cryptos through that. If you're on the Adapt Exchange, what makes Adapt so unique, Chris? Really, quick. it's actually really cool, and I'm gonna I'm gonna relate it to what you just said because I really want people that are involved in DeFi and crypto to utilize that to you know, donate to DV farm or DV radio. So you go to adapt.exchange. And as soon as you connect up your wallet, if you know anything about DeFi, we can have a whole nother conversation about that. You'll automatically have a profile. You set it up with your username, blah, 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 like every other profile. And then you can send cryptocurrency back and forth to other users by typing in their username, rather than if you are familiar with crypto at all, there is a long ass wallet address. <laughs> which is blockchain, a, yeah. Exactly. It's essentially a, a public key. If you know anything about uh, cryptography, it's long. Nobody's ever going to remember it. You can fuck it up real easy and send shit to the wrong address. I've done it. We've all done it, which is why Adapt exists. So if you do go to that Adapt.exchange, just type in the search, DV Radio, DV Farm, select which currency you want, how much money you want to send them, and they'll get it immediately. It's awesome. And we can actually offer him that in the cash. So correct. Um, thank you, Chris. Uh, I'll go down the line here. Oink. I know you didn't get to talk much either. So uh <laughs> you 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 do your spiel and then I'll come back to you and we'll do the objective zero spiel. Well, I just uh, want to thank those guys that have been gone for a while. Marquis, you know, Nevermore and everybody else. Hey, thanks, Graham. We're back on. We miss you fuckers. <laughs> Seriously. Thank me. You see me on Facebook every day. I know. I know. It's just different, man. <laughs> this is just different. Yeah, but but Marquis, you, your, meme, your meme game is weak. I'm sorry. It just hasn't been hitting like it. Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> next in line uh jj last words for our listeners live we're on podcast that's you jj oh me uh you cut out sorry i didn't even hear you i don't know uh go to watch i check me out on face place uh insta who's it uh i'm on the tiki talkies uh i got a channel on the tube of the U's. listen I am like uh, uh, 94 uh, subscribers away from being able to monetize my YouTube. If I can monetize my YouTube, I don't have to go do shit like uh, vend at the uh, International Folk Festival in Greensboro, North Carolina, the weekend of the 8th, I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with my buddy Shocks Art. It'll be downtown in Greensboro, right? I mean, literally right on Market Street downtown. And we'll be there for three days. So come check us out there. But if I can get enough subscribers to my YouTube, Watai Woodturning, um, which you can find via all my socials, uh, I don't have to vend anymore because I'll be able to monetize that shit. That should support my wood turning habit 
he, he won't have to go to as many and he can choose the ones he wants to go to. That's what he's saying. <laughs> exactly. Um, next, I, I really want to do, I really want to vend at places that I want to vend at rather than having to vend because I need to pay for, you know, groceries for the next four days. I hear you, man. Uh, next is Nevermore. I'm just here because I seen Lamborghini diaper bag. I'll keep it short. <laughs> wow. Can I tell a story about that real quick, though? Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't remember, okay, Lamborghini diaper bag became something after I was going on a spiel because that's what I used to do. I was an angry person, but I was so angry. You were. You were. You had a lot of pent up aggression. I mean, it was so much stuff that Saren Davis used to just go off about, you know? <laughs> I mean, it could be the kids just wearing a hoodie, and I'd be like, God damn kids, always wearing hoodies. It's 95 degrees outside. And then Bo would amp me up. Yeah, God damn it, Bobby. You know, and I'm like, Bo, stop it. Stop it, Bo. We even had people thinking that Marquis was actually pissed off at me one night. (laughs) Oh, dude, remember that night? Yo, I slammed the door to everything. Yep. (laughs) And six, recoil and uh, Google. Oh, my God. It was all like, um. Um, yeah we didn't tell anybody we had it planned either (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Lamborghini it came from a rant and it's just so dumb that it stuck Lamborghini diver bag yeah it was about rich he didn't have a DV name and he's like well y'all just pick it from the first day you see and he's like oh look a Lamborghini diaper bag yeah 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 we, we were talking about rich people and then he started talking about this that and the other and nicknames got thrown up and then he was like oh Lamborghini Diaper bag. And we were like, yep, that's your name. <laughs> yeah, I would. Because everyone has a screen name other than me and right now, Chris, you know. And I've always been Marquis Davis. I've never been, you know, DV gas chamber, you know. And so I was like, you know what? I'm DV Lambo, but diaper bag. I well, oh, that was stupid. Well, Chris technically does, but he has so many that we don't use them all. So. I don't so even remember have, them all. You yeah. have none. You're a jack of all trades, a master of none. <laughs> oh shit. Uh War Dog. <laughs> yeah, I joke a lot about the uh psych ward gang, but um that's only uh in reference to my own struggles with PTSD and hospitalizations and all. Uh anyone that happens to run into any type of mental health crisis, do not be afraid or ashamed to dial nine eight eight and press one for option one. Again, do not be ashamed nor afraid to reach out for help, for resources, as I had to do. Dial 988 and select option one. Have a great week. Do not attack any civilians. Salute. Absolutely. Psych war game. Wait, wait, wait. I, yeah, don't attack any civilians? What? Hold a second, buddy. I am. Well, I'm trying. Now. I'm trying to keep you out of the psych ward gang. You understand? I'm mm. in the clank clank gang. I, I, I'm pretty yeah, sure they're I mean, trying look, to send me back. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that I don't that I want to go, but I'm not saying it would hurt me to spend a little time in the creepy sock hotel. I'm just saying the rubber room is full at the moment. <laughs> Marquis, but brother, no shame if you gotta go for real. Marquis, yeah. brother, yeah. I hate to cut it tonight because it's been fun, and we don't get to. Uh, you don't grace us with your presence often as you should. But uh, and, last and I do words. Apologize for that. I think I, I think I apologize enough for that. I do apologize. 
You can't apologize no. enough for that. That means show the fuck up, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, it's been 11 months and two days. I've shown up. Show up more than once a year. This, this could have all been an email. Well, you it it, it needs to be like 10 months next time. No, That's no. all I'm saying. This no, could have been an email and you all decided to make it a Zoom meeting. Thank you, High Art. This, this motherfucker right here, not only does he hit me up on Zoom before I have Zoom open before 7 o'clock tonight during our pre-show, and tell me, I guess y'all don't use Zoom no more. He then proceeds <laughs> to tell me for the 11th millionth time, I don't know when the show time starts. Motherfucker, it's posted every goddamn week. And when it changes, you should see it. Go look at your feed. Go look to, at, at DV Radio. Type it in if you got to. If Facebook is uh, being an asshole and shadow, shadow banning us, look the shit up. Listen, I'm going to tell you guys, I, I really have been blessed by DV Radio. And, <laughs> and honestly, it's given me the motivation to actually step back out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like two years ago, I was both tell him I was in a funk, man. I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. He was you know, I'm 35 years old. He, he was he was trying to sell me his toenail clippings. I mean, he pretty was much. I was trying to make a, a dollar out of 15 cent, you know? <laughs> I mean, is what that is going right? Because I like a good investment. <laughs> <laughs> How do you take Chris to Vegas? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just there. Mark, Marquis got me worried. He's got that Amish beard going on. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, listen, my Abraham Lincoln look, the ladies love it. I'm going to tell All you right. what, I seen that the I, other day. Oh, that was George Washington. Man, I seen that the other day and I came so close to finding an Amish picture and just putting your face on there. Like, well, I let me so tell close. you, okay, I got the biggest compliment the other day. The video I did that's on TikTok and it's on Facebook and it's on YouTube, uh, Instagram um, of the house here in Monroe. Well, the listing agent is a, is a co-agent and on the team that I'm on. And so I went up and I said, I'm going to make a video for you. Went in there. Her mom is next door. So I went to her mom's house and her mom is 80 something years old. Right. And she looked at me the first thing out of her mouth and said, Hey, Marquis, she stopped her shoulders dropped. She said, you are really good looking. And I, you know, my head gets big. <laughs> so that compliment from that 86 year old lady, she almost got it. You know, I love my wife and I'm faithful. <laughs> hey, Marquis, Marquis, yeah, don't. The other week, and I was like, yeah, that guy looks like Marquis Davis. That's a sexy man. Marquis, Marquis, you better watch out. You're going to turn into Steve Harvey. I mean, listen, I'm telling you, man. If y'all don't know the news, y'all need to look up Steve Harvey. Look, I'm going to tell you right now. You know, I can't tell any two of you guys apart anyway. Oh, my God. You're Native American. Everybody wears a feather hat. (laughs) That's what they call them, right? Feather hat. Listen, I know everyone. I'm a real estate agent now, so you know I got to pitch it. Got to pitch the Piggy Vicky team. So my thing is this, okay? Everyone who's a vet, if you served in the Army looking to get into VA home law, okay? It's going to be cheaper for you in the long run, I promise you, because you can refinance that, right? Use the interest, what is it called, an Earl or Earl loan? I can say that because it's on the VA website. I won't get in no trouble. So this is my advice for you all. If you got a VA home loan and you've been there for more than six months and you ain't refinanced it yet, refinance using an Earl. You might even get a check at the end. I did. This is personal experience, not real estate experience. This is personal experience. I got a check when I Earl my check, uh, my house. Okay. I used a VA home loan, six months. I couldn't afford it. It was, it was like two grand a month. You know, my interest rate, what was it? A 5.75? Then I used my Earl and it reduced to a 2.75. Three seven five, and I will die in this house. Same. All right, all right. 
No, the reason I sent him a down house because his race will never be 2.375 again. I do, I, it would have never happened. <laughs> Bill, you got 2.375. I got four something, but it, oh, that shit. was down from five. So, Did you Earl? I did. They actually, my uh, lender called me and they were like, hey, interest rates, interest rates have reduced. You need to refinance. It's going to lower your payments. And I'm like, do it. Do it now. Hmm. See, right. I'm telling you, you, you Earl, you reduce your payments. And this isn't a real estate advice. This is per, this is real estate. This is not real. This V is Army veteran advice. All right. Use Earl. Check out your VA home law. Check it out. Talk to somebody. There's a lot of people out there that's like, oh, well, I can't buy. And I have them talk to somebody and say, you know, we buying a $400,000 house. Just because you don't know. Like Chris, I wish Chris stayed here in Georgia because, you know, I love crypto people. They always got money. They be throwing it around in the dark world. You know, you don't know. And then I'm like, hey, Chris, you want to buy a house? I'm like, yeah, I got this whole new system set up. Let me show you how I'm going to do it. And I say, you know, you know, I'm going to get a commission check in two days. And that'd be awesome. And they talk about that, Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no joke. We will have uh, Ken Morello. And what's what's uh, the other guy's name? Because I get them all fucked up. And Brad. Brad. It's another Brad. It's another Brad. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was. But then I was like, maybe it's Brian. I just know it starts with a B. Nope. Anyway, uh, do your spiel really quick, Mr. Oink. I'll do my spiel and we'll get the hell out of here. Oh, not a hill. Hey, folks, uh, the 501c3 Objective Zero Foundation uses mobile and web app technology to connect the military and veteran community to peer support, wellness activities, and mental health resources. So if you haven't been over there yet, head over to ObjectiveZero.org, check them out, download that free app for your mobile device, and it's chock full of resources. And the most important thing, there's always somebody willing to talk to you 24-7, 365. Absolutely. 110,000%. Uh, don't forget there is a new DD farm design. It's Gabby Sue and DD six around the DV radio store at dvradio.net. Just click on the DV radio store and to help with the septic system, you can purchase that design and any DV farm design. All proceeds does go to the DV farm. You can also check out dvfarm.org for more information and you can donate directly to DV farm on the website and uh, you can use the adapt exchange if you are a crypto user. Marquis, thank you for joining us tonight. Chris, thank you for joining us tonight. Nevermore, thank you for coming on tonight, even though it was just because Lamborghini diaper bag was on. For <laughs> JJ Oink, Wardog, Marquis, Nevermore, Mr. Chris from Affinity, I'm Bonerwood. You just heard Barry Sog right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. Until next week, Buttsicles. Bye-bye! Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, oh. Good boy.